if you stand as you're able for the reading of the gospel. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 17th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus took him with Peter and James and his brother John and led them up a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them, and his face shone like the sun, and his clothes became dazzling white. Suddenly, there appeared to them Moses and Elijah talking with him. And Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it's good for us to be here. If you wish, I will make three dwellings here, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, suddenly a bright cloud overshadowed them, and from the cloud a voice said, this is my son, the beloved. With him I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell to the ground and were overcome with fear. But Jesus came and touched them, saying, get up and do not be afraid. And when they looked up, they saw no one except Jesus himself alone. As they were coming down the mountain, Jesus ordered them, tell no one about the vision until after the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. May be seated, and the children may come forward for a children's sermon. Good morning. How are you? Good and tired. Yeah. Good and tired. I want to talk about the best parts of our days. What's the best part of going to school if you've ever gone to school before? Recess. Of course it is. Of course it is. Yeah. Math. Do you do math at recess and just combine the best things? No, no. Say it again. Oh, yeah. What else? Reading. Division. Ooh, we got some adventurous people. Very cool. When you're not going to school, what's the favorite part of your day? Whatever day you want. <laughs> Holding your snake. Oh, some people really enjoy that, don't they? <laughs> Legos, very cool. Let's, let's shift gears a little bit. What's your favorite part of any meal? Yeah. Sometimes the dessert. What what's the best dessert? Hard to pick, isn't it? Cake? Ooh. Claire, you fell right into my trap. 
What's the best part of cake? Icing? The chocolatey part? Yeah. I think with everything in our lives, the best part tends to be the small part, right? The majority of the day at school is not recess. <laughs> it's learning. And the majority of our uh, days, even when we're not at school, are not holding snakes. <laughs> it's doing other things. And the majority of uh, dinner is not cake. And the majority of cake is not icing. And when I say majority, the most of it is not these things. at all yeah i think so what would happen if you only had recess at school yay but then <laughs> you wouldn't you wouldn't learn much would you what happens if you would only hold snakes on your day off not you you would enjoy it <clears throat> <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. <clears throat> other things need to get done too right in today's story in the bible jesus and a few of his friends climb up a mountain and there they see some of the best things jesus is all of a sudden dazzling white in his clothes they see people from history in their faith really big people from history. They see Moses and they see Elijah. They hear the voice of God talking to them from heaven. All of these are really, really cool things. And then Jesus says, don't tell anyone until the son of man, until Jesus is raised from the dead. This seems like the best thing but we need to see what Jesus is doing the rest of his life before we have the best thing. If this is a mountaintop, if this is the best, we, and this is icing, we need the rest of the cake. If this is recess, we need the rest of the school day. If this is holding the snake, we need to get other things done. does because it comes together in a beautiful way i think cake is better than just icing and i think recess and school is better than just one yeah every meal is good with dessert but not only dessert we need all the parts of our lives and jesus teaches us and leads us and loves us in all the parts of our lives the high points the low points and everything in between so this week, you might have some really good days, and you might have some tough days. Just know that God is there in the great days and in the tough days and everything in between. Does that make sense? All right. Let us pray. Hmm. Gracious God, 
We give you thanks for all the ways that you weave really good things into our lives. We give you thanks for recess in the midst of school and all the different good things that are in the midst of every day. Thank you for being a God that is not only there in the good stuff, but is in our lives in all of it, good, middle, rough, and everywhere in between. Help us to see you and to know you and to trust you in good and middle and rough times of our lives. Thank you for being a God that stays near. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for being here. You can go back to your seats. In the name of Jesus, amen. There is a secret. There's a secret in Matthew that cannot be shared. And each time this secret comes up in the Gospel of Matthew, Jesus' direct instructions are to tell no one until the Son of Man has been raised. Sometimes, this secret is that Jesus is the son of David. And sometimes this secret is that Jesus is the Messiah, the chosen one. And sometimes this secret is that Jesus has been transfigured, just like he was in the story today. And time after time after time, Jesus says, tell no one. Tell no one until the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. Why? Why would we tell no one? Why would we refrain from sharing great news with others? If I stood up this morning and said, you know all those great things that God has done in your lives? Don't tell anyone about them. I'm pretty sure you'd be calling the bishop and I'd be getting called later and and it wouldn't go well. We're supposed to share. We're supposed to. And so it takes us a while to dig into why Jesus might be telling us not to share. To come out in different ways. But the God of heaven and earth doesn't seem to have an issue with making things happen when God wants them to happen. And so timing is a part of it. Maybe it's that people around them aren't ready to hear this good news. That their hearts aren't quite softened enough and, and this good news would be like seeds scattered on rocky ground. Maybe. Maybe the truth is that the God of heaven and earth wants us to see the cross and that everything, every action of Christ and every action in our lives should be viewed through the death and resurrection of Jesus. 
is that they need to understand that the story isn't over yet. That their journey of understanding is not yet complete. That there's something more to say about faith, about Jesus, and about themselves. That's hard to imagine, isn't it? It's hard to imagine that you could hear God's voice from heaven and there'd be more to say. It's hard to imagine that you could see Jesus transfigured alongside Moses and Elijah and there'd be something more you need to understand. But for the rest of the Gospel of Matthew, the disciples come down from there and they follow Jesus into more healings, into more teachings, more parables, more places, more experiences. Jesus doesn't go right from here to the cross to make sure everything ties up in a bow. Jesus just continues doing ministry in the same way Jesus was doing before. For some reason, hearing a voice from heaven isn't the whole summation of our faith. There's more to it. Faith seems to take a long time to grow. And even when it's planted and sprouts up quickly, it's not the fullness of it. It takes time to grow. It takes time to take root. It takes time to bear fruit. Faith, wonderful and miraculous committed to a journey, a journey of faith and a journey of looking at our own lives called children of God in the waters of baptism, called to keep journeying in faith. It is easy for us to think in any age that we have heard all that the voice from heaven has to offer. We have heard all that scripture has to give. We know what's coming down the line. And so this journey is like walking a well-worn road. Perhaps. But I... that our whole lives are filled with learning and growth in faith at any age, at any time. After all, no matter how old you are, you've never lived to be as old as the next day. The next day is one you've never seen before. The next day is one you've never gone through before. The next day the next day, and the next. What is Jesus doing in the next day? What is Jesus teaching and growing in the next? Today, as we stand on the mountain, we are invited. We are invited to listen to God's Son 
with whom God is well pleased and to listen to him. I invite you in this season of Lent to listen, to listen in prayer, to listen in study, to listen in song, to listen in church, to listen in conversations for what God is doing in your lives and in our midst. As you listen, I give you permission to share. Share what you hear, share what you see. If God says, shh, then by all means. <laughs> but otherwise, let's talk with one another. Let's have these conversations, let's dwell together along this journey. And as we move toward the cross, once again, Amen.